0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Actors Diet Podcast. Today, my guest is Ethan Peck. Now, Ethan has a movie coming out that you can watch right now, but after you listen to our conversation first. It's called Tell Me How I Die, and I will have links for you over at theactorsdiet.com. Now, Ethan, yes, he is related to Gregory Peck. He is his grandson, but Ethan is also related to me. Kind of sort of very distantly. You'll hear me talk a little bit about what our relationship is at the beginning of our conversation, which I hope you enjoy. How are we relate? We're like, this is how we're, re- this is our relationship. I'm going to say it out loud. I am married to Abe, whose dad is first cousins with Christine Kidd, who married your father,
1: <laughs>
0: which makes us. I mean, if you were Chinese, I'd just call you my cousin.
1: Yeah, which makes us strangers. <laughs> yeah. But
0: But um, very distantly related. So happy to have you on the podcast. And I guess we'll just, like, start with the fact that we just had a meal together recently.
1: Yeah, a delicious meal.
0: An incredible meal. Um, so I haven't had Christine on the podcast yet, which I absolutely should because she's an incredible cook, very accomplished and wow. um yeah you
1: definitely should
0: yeah I just haven't We that hasn't happened yet but it will I um I want to ask you about how often do you get to eat Christine's cooking
1: every week every Sunday pretty much
0: lucky 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 yes ma'am <laughs> so did you did you grow up cooking did you grow up in a in a house that was filled with food or is this like a new thing for you
1: um, I didn't I never really cooked um, but my mom uh, Francine Matarazzo, uh, she is an incredible cook as well so my dad definitely knows how to marry them
0: what did your mom cook that you fondly remember
1: um, she cooks incredible uh, Persian food um, she lived in Iran for four years uh, and then she cooks amazing Italian food which was, which is kind of Inherited from my uh, grandfather, her father, who's from Naples. Oh. Ah. Yeah.
0: Are there any dishes in particular, like something that really recalls your childhood?
1: Yeah, uh, pasta pesto.
0: Pasta pesto. Yeah. Is that like straight up basil, parm, or did she do something different? Do you remember?
1: Um, you know, I don't know the specifics of the recipe, but yeah, I mean basil, pesto, pine nuts – um, it just makes for a great day.
0: What kind of noodles?
1: Um, she varies it. It really kind of depends on what she's got. But I remember her bow ties.
0: <laughs> Everyone remembers the bow ties. Yeah,
1: the DiCecco bow ties, the best.
0: They're so much fun. Do you cook pasta today?
1: Um, no, not too often. I've been on this big kick of cooking. Um, there's this great uh, brand that makes uh, brown rice rice like ramen cakes. What? Yeah. Never and heard of this. Yeah. Hold on one second. Let me go grab the uh, package. Yeah. So it's this company called Lotus Foods and they make, um, it's described as millet and brown rice ramen. And it's gluten-free and vegan, of course, and it's whole grain. Um, and so what I love to do is I will uh, like make some like kale, like some sauteed kale, and then boil up uh, a ramen cake, and I make some eggs, and I put some, uh, <laughs> I put some, uh, what is it called? That that like uh, that spread that's not butter. It's made with like healthy fats and oils. Earth Earth Balance. Earth Balance. Yeah, and I put some Earth Balance in the ramen, and I sprinkle some like chili pepper and salt on it, and then I eat that with the eggs. It's delicious.
0: Wait, how did you come up with this formula? Because it sounds very unique.
1: <laughs> I have no idea. I cooked them, and I just thought. Wow, butter with noodles sounds really good. And it just tastes incredible and it's so satisfying.
0: It's not brothy, is it? Or is it like just the noodles are they like ramen in that they're sitting in a broth or are they
1: no. dry? No, they're 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 wet noodles, but they're not in a broth. Okay. So but I but I I boil them and then drain them and then melt the butter on top of them and just kind of stir it up and it's just like an amazing uh accompaniment to the eggs and Yeah, and, I was just
0: so. thinking that. Yeah. The Ethan Peck special.
1: Yeah. My buddy, I offered him once uh, some of the ramen noodles, and he was like, bro, you're eating ramen with butter? That's weird. And then he was like, wait, give me a bite. And he decided they were delicious as well.
0: I have nothing against this, actually. <laughs> I like I like the sound of this a lot. Um, so you were talking about how it's, it sounded like when you were talking, you were talking about how it was vegan and gluten-free and all these these other words that that make my head go, diet. Are you uh, on a diet?
1: Uh, no, not necessarily. Um, I definitely try to, um, especially lately. I, I did a little bit of traveling in the past few months, and I've kind of just eaten, taken opportunities to eat, you know, whatever. Uh, but since I've been back for the past few weeks, I have kind of dialed it in a little bit. So I, I usually do, like like, grains and uh, starchy carbs like in the morning. And then the rest of the day I try to do, you know, if I'm working out, I'll have some fruit afterwards. Um, but mostly just trying to do vegetables like broccoli. And I love spinach, uh, and, and meat, uh, lean meats.
0: Did you grow up liking vegetables or was that something you had to learn to like?
1: Um, I'm not sure. I, I think I did. I, I remember liking Brussels sprouts for a long time. I, I remember I remember hating them, and then I remember loving them. And I don't remember when it flipped, but I think it was maybe... It's when
0: people learned to cook them well.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, my mom used to steam them, and I would eat them with uh, yellow mustard or Dijon mustard, which, was, which I still really love to do.
0: I kind of... That sounds really good.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: You know, I kind of wonder what it would be like with a grainy mustard, too, because... That would be really beautiful to photograph. I'm just thinking out loud, sorry. (laughs) Um, So you were saying that you aren't really on a diet, but I'm wondering if there have been roles that required you to. And also, let's talk for a second because you are definitely the first person I've talked to who is the face of a campaign, a fashion campaign. Um, Almost. So can we talk a little bit about what that's like and if you feel any sort of pressure Um, So you are the face of Ferragamo, am I saying that right?
1: Yeah, well sort of informally. So I'm not in any of the campaigns, but I'm kind of an unofficial ambassador or have been. And there's no guarantee that that will continue, Um, but we've had a really amazing relationship and I've kind of represented their brand um, at a a few events, um, which has been incredible.
0: And have you, so, so doing that, it obviously clothes fit a certain way. And I'm just wondering if there's ever have you ever felt that pressure not only in that situation but like you're you're a leading man so so do you ever feel that pressure to look a certain way the same way women um might feel that way as leading ladies
1: yeah um yeah definitely um i think i think more so uh there's internal pressure uh and it's not even really pressure it's just i really like the feeling of being fit. Like I wake up and I just feel really good and kind of electrified and um, and I don't like the feeling of getting out of shape and and of course my clothes fit me like really wonderfully when I'm you know uh, lifting a little bit and and doing I I practice um, like Muay Thai and kickboxing and Western boxing and so when I'm when I'm really um, in a good cycle of that, I just feel really good in my clothes fit wonderfully.
0: Have you ever um, not been in shape?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. So I played sports in high school mm-hmm. and um, was just conveniently in shape. And then uh, I went to college. I went to Tisch at NYU where I kind of fell out of shape uh, for remember there was like one year and one summer where I was out of shape and suddenly I was like, whoa, definitely no more of this. And um, so I started to cycle like all over New York and I got really lean. And then when I came back to L.A., I started doing CrossFit. Um, So that was seven years ago. And then like I stopped doing CrossFit like three or four years ago and I just do uh, the martial arts and a little bit of lifting.
0: That's cool. How do you figure out what the new thing to do is? Like, how do you hear about these things?
1: Um, I don't know. So recently in January, I started uh, bouldering, which what is – What does
0: uh, that mean? Uh,
1: bouldering is like climbing without a harness, but, in, but you do it typically on like on short routes. So it's usually on like a boulder.
0: <laughs> uh huh.
1: And they set up – if you do it outdoors, which I haven't done yet, um, you set up a crash pad – and, uh, or you do it over water. Like, oftentimes people will boulder, um, on a cliffside over the ocean. So, if you, if you screw up and you fall, you just fall into the ocean. And you're not going to die. Um, but I've, I've only done it indoors. And my friend brought me, uh, invited me and really turned me on to it. And it's just a great, uh, activity, uh, both physically and for the mind.
0: I was just thinking like how your adrenaline must be really pumped while you're up on that. And, the fear of, of not falling off um, must get you to do things <laughs> that you normally might not be able to do.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Um, so aside from the working out, with the food stuff, have you ever gone to nutritionist or had somebody walk you through how to eat, that sort of thing? Or has um, it just been intuitive?
1: All right, a little bit. So I had a trainer for a very short period when I got back to L.A. from New York and around – it was 2009. um, And he kind of just turned me on to sticking with complex carbohydrates, right? I think we all hear that. I'm not even sure I know exactly what that means. But for me, that means like oatmeal and brown rice, um, like whole sprouted grains. um, And so generally if I eat bread, I'm eating – You know, like Dave's bread or Trader Joe's makes an amazing uh, sprouted whole grain bread um, that's organic as well. Um, But since then, I mean, I've tried, uh, I guess it's called like a ketogenic uh, diet. uh, uh, Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a paleolithic diet, right? So vegetables and meat. Um, But now I do, I think my body responds really well. Because I do such intensive cardio work, um, I think... If, if say okay, let's say if I'm lifting one day and I'm not doing that much cardio, then I'll eat more protein and more vegetables. But if it's like a like a long kickboxing workout, then I'll do a little more carbohydrate, less protein, because my body, my muscles need uh, to be kind of recharged with glucose. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows if this is correct, but this is kind of as I understand it.
0: And, oh. you're, and you're basing this based on how you feel or are you sort of just – are you like this is how yeah. many yeah. – okay.
1: Yeah, okay. pretty much. That's cool. Yeah, pretty much based on how I feel and kind of how like tight my skin feels. <laughs> that sounds strange. What? Yeah, but, but I can feel like um, when, uh, when I'm getting really lean, like I can feel the leanness. And so I kind of follow that and it, it really correlates kind of directly with – my hunger mm-hmm. and so like I don't like to eat to get full I used to I used to grow up doing that because I was just like such like, a like active growing kid and um so now I just try to eat until I'm satiated and not even like and maybe I could eat a little more mm-hmm. um because I like that feeling of being a little hungry mm-hmm. um and so that's kind of that's kind of the feeling that I follow
0: I like that feeling too now because I always never know when I'm going to be able to eat <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like you never know when a food opportunity is going to come so I always there's nothing worse than like being confronted with this amazing plate of food and not having like any room for it so I'm always like ready you never know so I uh, might stop
1: by I like that technique
0: <laughs> Um and that way you can always you can always have a little bit of something if you yeah. if you want to Um so let's talk a little bit about what you eat when you're on set like do you have a ritual. Like I know I've talked about this before where I get on set and the first thing I order is a breakfast burrito, egg whites, and I eat it while I'm getting hair and makeup done. Like that's my <laughs> ritual.
1: Mm, that's- Do you
0: have a ritual?
1: Um yeah, I I definitely fall into a pattern. I um crafty is obviously a killer um for someone who's trying to stay lean and stay in shape. Um so I really limit myself at crafty for breakfast, you know i I kind of get I kind of get into a uh, a paleo diet uh, because there's just there's such an abundance of food on set, mm-hmm. and when I snack, I really try I try to drink a lot of water um, uh, I mean I try to drink a lot of water generally, but especially when I'm on set because you know if you're low energy water can kind of wake you up if you drink you know like a half a liter of water if you're feeling hungry. Maybe, maybe you're really not hungry, and so you drink water to make sure. Um, but then I'll eat, like, like raw almonds, and sometimes if they have apples, I'll eat apples. Um, uh, I kind of go by this. Uh, apparently, in the Army, uh, during World War II, uh, they did all these tests to see what was the best for a soldier's energy. And they tried methamphetamines and coffee and everything. And they discovered that an apple was the best source of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I kind of That kind of bounces around inside my head When I'm, when I'm on set And I'm feeling kind of lackadaisical um, But yeah So I, I, I do a lot of veggies and meat And, and lean fats Like in nuts uh, And I try not to snack too much And I'll have like a big lunch and, and then usually I'll work out when I finish The day
0: You'll work out when you finish the day Yeah Wow <laughs> well, that, no time is that is incredible. That is incredible. Um, wow. Blowing my mind. Um what about when you have a food scene to do? Do you prep yourself by not eating beforehand, so you're hungry during the scene? Like what is your what or do you just like go for it while you're in the scene? Or do you have oh. a spit bucket?
1: Oh, that's an interesting question. Um well, I actually just had a food scene a few weeks ago in New York, and they, um, but we were eating at, uh, oh, I'm going to screw the name up, but I think it's Juliana's. Um, it's a, a pizza place opened by the guy that opened Grimaldi's.
0: Uh-huh. That right? must be good and, pizza. Oh, my gosh.
1: It is insane. And so for that, yeah, I guess I'd had kind of a light dinner, because it was the last shot of the day. and um, And I... <laughs> I ate through four slices during the scene because it was so good. But that was a very, you know, unique case. Um, I haven't had to do too many, um, but usually I'll just eat. Um, you know, you don't usually have to eat too much on camera. So I just right. pour it.
0: It's funny. I did a food scene once where um, in the wide, they where we had established what I was eating. I made the mistake of, like, eating an entire... Um, I don't think it was like like it was like a fondue scene, (laughs) you know, so I was like eating like um, like an entire piece of bread dipped in the cheese and by like, you know, the end of the shoot after we had done all the coverage. And my close-ups and everything—I was so sick of. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I, "Why didn't I just like nibble on some broccoli like other people around me?" Yeah. But uh, yeah, and also, you know, you can imagine by the end of the day that fondue was not melty and delicious anymore; it was congealed and uh, gross.
1: That sounds brutal.
0: So that let that be a lesson to everyone yeah, <laughs> working t- with fondue. I mean, we live in a world right now where food people are sort of becoming famous, you know?
1: Yeah, and same.
0: It's it is insane. Like you know, restaurants are hot and chefs are rock stars and all the stuff. Um, ha, have you ever wanted to dabble in that field at all of uh, of chefing or doing that sort of thing, like uh,
1: like a promoter of, of of a healthy lifestyle, right?
0: Right, right.
1: Um, no, not really. I mean, if anything, I might like encourage. Uh staying active and encourage fitness. Um I mean again I'm such a fan of of doing like martial arts and, and Muay Thai. It's so fun for me that I feel like everybody should do this. It's so fun. <laughs> but of course, uh it's not for everybody. Um but yeah, I just think that staying active and like uh uh eating lots of veggies are a great thing (laughs) well in that
0: so in that world like that muay thai fighting world like when you guys go out to eat together are you got what are you guys eating are you guys eating like sprouted grains and and bowls of (laughs) kale like like is that's what is that what's happening
1: uh honestly kind of so i go to this great uh i train with this great guy named peter thomas and um he's he's got his diet super dialed in i mean he's the leanest dude i've ever seen um, and insanely strong. Uh, and, uh, so I will train with him, uh, in the morning and we go, I love going to whole foods after to the cold bar and I'll do like, this is kind of ritual for me after I go to this kickboxing class. And so I'll get like, like either red kale or, or I guess it's red chard or kale. And I like fill one of the, uh, to go kind of boxes with that. And I put olive oil and lemon juice on it. And I and shake it up, mix it up. And then on top of that, I'll do uh, like hummus, two boiled eggs, um, maybe some tuna, and maybe like a, like a stuffed grape leaf. Mm. And, um, and I kind of eat it all together. Um, and it's just like really light and really nourishing. And, uh, and like the hummus, right, is kind of a simple... A simpler carbs so it kind of goes straight into your body. I tend to eat like simpler carbs right after I work out because your body's just uh, like ready to absorb whatever you put in it you know within like the half hour to hour after you train mm-hmm. and so that's that's a meal that I really enjoy
0: for um so you got you have a movie that's coming out soon um, tell me how I die is that what it's called
1: that's the one yeah tell me how tell I... me
0: how I die. Um, So you're going to probably be doing press and whatnot for it and sitting in chairs and and just talking. Um, What do you eat on those days?
1: Oh, um, pretty much the same thing. Um, You know, I try, I think a lot of people look at like well-being and physical health as like a temporary thing. Like a lot of people look at a diet, it's like a diet and this is something temporary. And for me and I've heard this a lot as well, uh, it's just become more of a lifestyle. Like I said, I really enjoy the feeling of, of feeling strong and feeling fit. And the only way to really maintain that is just eat healthily all the time. And so in those days, nothing much really changes. And, and then if I'm going to like a birthday or if, let's say there's like a, like a rap party or an event around the, uh, the promotion, you know, if I have a drink or two and I have a piece of cake, it's, it's unusual. Um, I'm not cheating every week necessarily, but when those days come around, like, I have no second thought about eating a two pieces of cake and having three whiskeys or whatever, you know, so nothing changes usually on those days.
0: Gotcha. Um, when you're going out to eat in L.A., where do you like to go?
1: Oh. Um, last night I went to this amazing uh, pho restaurant called Forage.
0: Oh, it's, my friend owns that place. No way. Yes. I'm going to tell him. That's so funny. Yeah. Tell I, me, I, I haven't been yet.
1: Oh, you got to go. <laughs> you got to go. I'm such a fan. Um, it's just like the most delicious pho you've ever had. And um, like I love pho as like, so I trained yesterday and I went right after. And it's just like, a great meal to have after you train when you're really hungry and it's like filling and kind of light and healthy and um, it's got amazing flavors and it's spicy and these are all things I love.
0: That sounds good. Have you ever had Christine's pho?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, she makes great pho. I think I blogged <laughs> about it a long time ago. I actually, so I went to Vietnam with your dad and Christine. That's right. Uh, years and years and years ago, and that was the first time I was eating pho as much as I was. So when we got back, Christine made everyone a big like w- wish we were still in Vietnam dinner. <laughs> it was uh, chicken. Her chicken pho. Yeah, her
1: that chicken she made. pho is incredible.
0: Yeah, did you have chicken pho when you went to Forge? I did. Yeah so that's your that's your protein of choice when you're fucking <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, probably, um, and also you know I love in and out
0: yeah what is you what is your order
1: my order usually if it's later in the day, again, right, I'm doing carbs usually earlier in the day and protein later um i uh if it's later in the day, I do like a three by three animal style protein style, or <laughs> if I'm really hungry, I do two. Double doubles animal style protein style. Um, But, like, my favorite combination is a three by three animal style protein style with animal style fries.
0: you're speaking another language
1: there. <laughs> i know totally it's all coded have, have you been in and out you know the, i have okay. i
0: have but i've never had the balls to be like give me a protein style you know like what? i'm just like i just point like i'm not there that often so i'm just like that one um yeah no i'm not a regular enough that i know all the secrets but i i am fascinated by that whole world and how people know all of these all of these secrets, <laughs> yeah, and these I mean, hacks.
1: Yeah, it's a very Californian kind of thing. Um, but I mean, it's it's you know it's it's got a lot of fat in it. That's maybe not the best. But again, I don't eat it too often. I don't. I try to stay away from red red meat. Um, I don't ever cook it at home anymore. So I usually save it for when I'm out. Um, but I mean, two double doubles, animal style, protein style is pretty lean.
0: Do you ever cook at home for other people? Do you ever do that? Nowadays?
1: Uh, it's funny. I, I rarely do, but just the other night, uh, we had kind of a man night. Me and, my, me and my buddies, we like got together and like ate hamburgers and watched like an action thriller
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, and I cooked, uh, I cooked some uh, organic ground turkey and bacon and put together like a really simple spinach salad with like a balsamic and oil uh, vinaigrette and uh, avocado I, I, I'm i all about you know I guess um, I'm not into like I don't have the patience to prepare complicated meals yeah and so if there's like a little bit of grilling involved and like a throwing together some fresh ingredients I'm all about that which is kind of Christine's um, uh, you know ideology right is fresh ingredients make like a great meal like her meals aren't I mean her meals are definitely more complex than mine but, I mean, she's typically not putting together a bunch of spices and – you know what I mean? Like it's all in the, the choosing of the ingredients.
0: Yeah. But your dad is like a bit of a grill master nowadays. We were talking about that.
1: Yeah, he is.
0: Did he you, – when you were growing up, was he grilling a lot then um, or
1: – No. No, not at all. That was kind, that's kind of a new thing.
0: What about his sorbets? He's known for his sorbets now. Was he sorbeting before?
1: <laughs> um, No, but he was definitely a connoisseur of sorbets and frozen treats.
0: Okay. Are you a connoisseur of, of frozen desserts?
1: <laughs> I might be. I'm more of an ice cream guy. Um, but I do love a good lime popsicle.
0: Lime popsicle? That is very specific. I don't think I've even ha- ever had a lime popsicle. Where are you getting lime popsicles?
1: Oh, you got to try it. Um... So that's that's something I definitely inherited from my dad. Um, we used to do the Trader Joe's like, like the the fresh lime juice popsicles. Uh, they
0: sell that.
1: They I, they used to. I'm not sure they do anymore. They must.
0: They yeah. must. I feel like I have passed it by and just like never picked it up. You know how it's so funny people have their Trader Joe's standards and when I look into other people's carts, I'm like, they have this, (laughs) you know, but it's just like, I'm a creature of habit. I go for the same things every single time. Uh, what are some of your, give me three of your trader Joe standards.
1: Ooh, great question. I love grocery shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Um, let me, let me think. Uh, I'm trying to think of walking down the aisles and what I pick out. I always get, um, I love the Mediterranean hummus. Uh, the
0: Mediterranean ones Does that have like olives and stuff in it.
1: No, it it has uh, it has some like some spices mixed into it, and it's topped with pine nuts and a little bit of oil, like a chili oil, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I I like to get a bunch of organic bananas, and uh, and always I pretty much am always getting the extra the jumbo organic eggs.
0: Jumbo organic eggs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What are you eating Those your hummus really... with?
1: Because
0: uh, I know it's not the bananas.
1: <laughs> I get uh, organic baby carrots.
0: Ah, okay. You're a carrots and hummus kind of person.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, although the other day, um, Christine made this dip, this yogurt dip.
1: Yeah, what is that? It's so good. It was good. a
0: Persian yogurt dip that she made and with a lot of cucumbers grated into it and um I I normally can't eat dip without like a lot of crackers but she had these delicious cherry tomatoes that were from the farmers market and they were so sweet and went along so well that I was like hey I could probably do tomatoes and dip
1: yeah definitely yeah those tomatoes are incredible harry's berries tomatoes
0: that's what she said but i don't have that at my farmer's market so i'm gonna have to go to the other farmer's markets where they sell those yeah she was telling me all about them
1: speaking of yogurt dip i'm a big fan of like organic non-fat greek yogurt
0: oh yeah Yeah. do you have that for breakfast every day
1: i'll have it often yeah i I'll, i'll like get two big tubs of it Finish it and then forget that it exists. And then I go to Trader Joe's and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is great and healthy." And it's got. What do
0: you eat it with? What do you? How do you eat it?
1: Um, I like to, <laughs> I like to stir in like, like a scoop of. I get this great protein called Orgain, and it's um, organic, and veg, at least vegetarian. It might be vegan, and it's sweetened with stevia, and so it makes it into like a chocolate pudding. And I like to stir mm. in. Like frozen cherries from, I get them at Costco. I get like a big bag of organic cherries from Costco. Yum. Yeah, super good.
0: That sounds like a frozen treat right there. Watch out, Steve.
1: Watch out, Dad.
0: <laughs> if you, I bet if you blended those all together, that would make a delicious Whoa. smoothie concoction of some sort.
1: Whoa, this is an amazing idea.
0: I would like you for you to try it. And let me and let me know how it goes. I
1: definitely will.
0: But also, have you ever done the avocado pudding thing—the chocolate avocado pudding? No, Are you a fan of that. Oh, what is that? Do you know you don't know what I'm talking about?
1: No, I have no idea.
0: Okay, Ethan. When we get off, you're gonna Google chocolate avocado pudding, and your mind is going to explode.
1: There's I'm this do it right
0: whole now. thing about raw avocado chocolate pudding. Where the consistency, it's basically using avocados, cacao powder, and usually a sweetener like dates or honey or agave or stevia even. And so, you know, it's like this all-natural way to enjoy a, quote-unquote, non-dairy pudding. Wow. uh, That's also raw and vegan, if you're doing it without the honey. And it's interesting. When you eat it, it it tricks the mind because you're not like – whoa, that tastes like avocado. You're like, whoa, that tastes like pudding. And the consistency is so rich that it tastes like pudding. But yeah, it's slightly off. It's not, it's also not like you're like, this tastes exactly like a milk pudding. Yeah. Um, it's, So it's, there's something different about it. It's, it's, it's interesting. So um, you can either make it yourself or there's like tons of places all around LA that make it. Actually, there's one, the one I had the other day is in Culver City, Um, a place called Make... Out.
1: Make out, yeah. That place you, just opened.
0: Yes. The one next to the arc light.
1: Yeah, they, they have juices. one.
0: Yes. They have one that that comes with a coconut cream, so it's like a parfait layer of the avocado pudding and this coconut cream and the avocado pudding. And it's really good. Uh, very rich. Wow. I, I think I had like two bites and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> this is very rich. <laughs> so if you if you don't wanna make it yourself, uh, I recommend try starting there.
1: Cool. Yeah, I'm looking at the recipe right now. It's super simple.
0: It is very simple. The main thing for me, the reason I don't make it very often is because I like it with the dates. And dates at the bottom of your blender are like such a pain in the ass. (laughs) Yeah. That uh, I just don't do it that often.
1: Yeah, understandable.
0: But yeah, give it it a whirl sometime. I
1: definitely will.
0: Ethan, this was fun. Thank you so much for taking the time this morning to talk with me
1: yeah of course this is great I didn't realize how much I like talking about food because it's something that's like it's a conversation I'm having with myself like often
0: <laughs> yeah you're like what should I eat
1: <laughs> yeah what should I eat what's the healthiest thing to eat what am I craving right now
0: so yeah I'm grateful that you took the time to say that out loud with me
1: yeah of course uh <laughs> thank you so much for having me